It's called Let's Keep the Flames of Hope Alive. Never let the fires die. Let's keep the flames of hope alive. And never let the fires die. Take the light of the light. We're just exiting the gathering Los Angeles. Right, Jeff? Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I have two words to say to you. The uh, Ballad of Randolph Turpin. Yeah, the Ballad of Randolph Turpin was, was incredible. You're supposed to say that's not two words. Oh, well, you're... It's, okay, Steve, do that again. Hey, Jeff, I've got two words for you. The what? Irish Sea. The Irish Sea is three words, Steve. But it was a great song. Yes, so who was. cares how many words it was, Jeff? So those, Mike played several songs that apparently were from the Eye of the Hurricane sessions, but were now, I mean, from the, sorry, his his writing sessions from the Eye of the Hurricane, and they're not the same songs that Mike played at the Gathering in 19, I think it was 1997 or 1998, one of the two that I went went to, he, there was a, there were, they played a bunch of, um, Mike played a, a video, that video he talk, talked about at the gathering here, of songs that he recorded. They were not those songs. He said they were other songs that he recorded, but even before those songs were, those other songs recorded. Anyway, who cares? There's, that's a lot of, that's a very convoluted way of saying They're that there great. were two brand new songs from the Eye of the Hurricane era that were fantastic. And at the, I was sure they were not the same arrangements. Because Mike tends to speed stuff up and punk rock them out these days, which is yeah, which fine is, with which me. Which is fine with me, exactly. But um, he said, yes, they were. So Well, same arrangements that played faster, maybe. You know, all of Eye of the Hurricane sounds fantastic in that in that that electroacoustic with the, with the new format. It almost feels like that's the way it should have been recorded in the first place. Yeah. I, all of it sounds great. Um, I have no... We saw, so the first part of the show was... And all, uh, first part of the show was I the Hurricane played acoustically, some, acoustically backwards, well, backwards in the opposite order. <laughs> um, leaving, out, leaving out a rescue me and ran the summertime, replacing it with um, two B sides, um, three B sides actually. You're right because he played Rose Beyond the Wall along with what was Time other, to Believe, Time to Believe, and what was the Elders other? and Folklore, and Elders and Folklore, yeah, right. So now, I remember Elders and Folklore being Elders and Folklore 
one of those songs that we got on the B-side world. What's this? I know. Why I, isn't this well, on the record? Here's the thing. So I remember when I was collecting alarm records back then, which I which I technically still do now because now I'm actually buying alarm records again. Back when I was collecting the records, I you know in um, in Goldmine magazine, I just started getting Goldmine in the 1988, and I remember seeing in there it being advertised that there was a Rescue Me single, 12 inch single, and the the B sides were Elders in Folklore and a New South Wales. So that's what it said. In, in there, but it was never released. But there, but but it turned out when I finally actually got the Rescue Me 12 inch sing- single, there was Elders and Folklore on it. Now, an ironic thing happened at this show. Ooh, whoa, 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 that way, that way, that way. I just want to make sure there's no behind me. Oop, we almost got in a traffic accident again. That's how um, we started the first one that we did this when we were dr- driving yeah, I home. Guess so, listen, um, it was in our what was the thing, irony? Irony was this: that we're at UCLA again, and the the bass drum gets screwed up. And that was weird. It's like, yeah, the like there's a ghost that hates the bass drum. So Smiley is has a rented drum kit because it's really you know to to bring his full drum kit over here is for these just a couple shows is not the way to do it. And um, they ran a drum kit, and his kick drum for the bass, his um, bass kick drum. pedal for the bass drum, broke, and he had a steel mic, so Mike didn't have a, uh, a kick pedal for his bass drum. So, so that part of the uh, song, those part of the songs were missing, which was okay. That's weird. And Smiley kept breaking sticks, and he actually his kick his um, kick pedal stopped working, and he threw a stick at Andy to get his attention. I was right up front, so I could see everything. He threw a stick at Andy, and he he, in the, he flew right between Mike and James and Jules, and landed right at Andy's feet. <laughs> so he's a pretty good, pretty good stick thrower too. Yeah, I, Anyways, would, I it was, would. It was a very being at the front of the I stage. Just, the I'm marveling at the awesome. fact that the kick drum broke, and you made that connection with the Spirit of '86 show, and the fact that yeah. we had those electronic voice phenomena on our on a couple podcasts ago and now you're talking about the ghosts inside UCLA. I wonder if any will show up on this. We're still at UCLA we're still by UCLA as we're driving by. Maybe one of them will want to talk to us. Okay, I gotta go on the freeway. I here. hope not. Um I need to go south. I need to go forward. Okay, yeah, just a second. Oh yeah, let's not let's run. make let's it. Let's not across. run into anyone? Yes, we'll try not to. Yes. So the gathering the Gathering LA, we saw the New York one, apparently at the Gramercy Theater. We had got a tip off that Mike would be playing some new songs by one of our friends over there. And those, had, uh, one of them had been played, I think, before at the Hurricane um, Church sessions that happened before Christmas. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't hear them, but I think I remember someone's talking about it. But two fantastic songs. Yep. Um, I think part of one of them um, got turned into. The song about Mike's grandfather coming here. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, so the melody of the Ballad of Randolph Turpin sounds a lot like Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Not all of it. Just a little a tiny. Little bit. Like he said, oh, I can use those chords. Yeah, here. enough of it. You like? You like? Oh, that kind of sounds like. But it's it's just a little. You know, it's it's it could end up being a late motif more than Mike ripping himself off. Oh. 
Father died coughing in a bloody song And a young black child, his name lived on In a black country gelatin factory gym He was born a box, born a win This is the ballad of the 64-day hero song and, and the other one was never released so it's not really ripping yourself off it's more like just using it's more like being efficient Mike is super efficient with super his music efficient, yeah. with, with his melodies I did um, see something else that was sent over by um, Mr. Tim very interesting he sent a song over by Ani DeFranco DeFranco and uh-huh. in, whether by Hooker by crook or by um, accident, accident or by uh, stealing. She basically steals the lyrics from um, the from the uh, feel from feel free. The um, really, yeah. Um, the uh, oh, I have to remember what they are. I'll send them over to you. That's weird. Yeah, I don't think she's stealing. It's actually it's um, feel free. I think it is done. Hmm. Feel free to listen. Feel. I think it is. It, it basically is the the, the uh, chorus to "Feel Free." Really, her song is has got much more stuff in it, and it's a great song. And that's just part of it. But it sure seems. I don't want to get out of this. This guy. Really. I, I, will, I will. I don't. You're really close to this person. I don't like being either. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm keeping a, a a watch on all the traffic around me so that I can get over when uh, there's no one at a speed that's too high around. Sorry for you. Um, Jeff's like tailgating this guy. No, tailgating. Well, you are technically because you're you're right up on them, even though they're going really slow. Anyway, okay. So it was it was a USA gathering weekend. We had no podcast about the regular gathering this year. In fact, we've had very few podcasts, which is kind of sad. We uh, we have another one in the can though. That's right. I got I got an inter- no. Well, half of it is. I got an interview with Mike Starner, who's a super fan, super fan on the West Coast, Mike Starner, who will should be in this pod, podcast, hopefully. With Mike Starner. Mike Starner. Yes. Mike Starner at the uh, Gathering LA. Hey, Mike, say hi. Hey, people. Alarm family. <laughs> so, Mike, tell, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about you and the alarm. Give me a little bit of your history. Well... I've been a fan since 19, when I saw The Stand, the video The Stand, like many people on, I don't remember what channel it was in was LA, it here now, like it was in Video the, One, or? Yes, it would have been Video One, right. R- Richard Blade? Yes. And they were playing 
Basically. Was that when like U two was on as well? Like was that same time? Like exactly. Sunday Buddy Sunday, Sunday exactly. and then and then uh, exactly. You are you a U two fan as well? Yes, I am. You gonna go this week? Yes, I am. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Are you on the floor? Uh, are you? Actually, I have a friend that got the seats, and I'm crossing my fingers that I'm on the floor, okay. but I'm not. I'm on the floor. Sure. So if you see us around there, say, say hi. I will. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. So so uh, so go ahead. So. That's like '83. Uh, yes, I was '83, and then uh, so I, I always loved the Alarm, but I had no money, so I wasn't going to any of those shows. Uh, so the first show that I went to was when I was in college, the Change Tour. They came through town. I was going to UC San Diego at the oh, time. Oh, cool! And of course, I was actually working events when I was in college. Oh, that's I got awesome! Work that. <laughs> so event. they played at the university. At the university oh, cool. gym. Yeah. And, of course, I was blown away. I'd, of course, seen all the... You've seen UCLA on TV and seen that they were amazing live. Right. But just never had the means to get to a show. And but you were working at the school. That's that's good. Yeah. Man. That makes an, an so easy route in. Yeah. yeah. Then after that, how many times have you seen them? I mean, I've seen you around now for at least a decade. Well, so I really got fanatical about... I, I say fanatical, but I going to every show, you know, that I could, I would say... After they broke up. <laughs> so, Mike, did you see Mike out in the at the coach house when he came and played with Mike Peters and the Poets? Yes. So what, that's what did I, you think of that when that Mike Peters and the Poets came around? Like, what were your true feelings? I really I liked it, but I was a little surprised that they didn't play any alarm songs. They played Unsafe Building. They did. Okay, I didn't remember that. All I remember was they weren't playing all their songs. I, did you see D- Dave Sharp come and play at the Coach House as well? I did not. Okay, I missed that. Um, I'm still regret that I haven't seen it. It was it was it was pre- pretty good. So so you saw that, and that didn't that didn't convince you necessarily, but it got, piqued your interest. It definitely piqued my interest. I was definitely in full. I mean, actually, it 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 started my. Like back, like you were your your fandom, fandom exactly. So did you like email the or, or send send a letter to the MPO or anything? Oh, you got on the list. You signed up on the list there, didn't, didn't you? The first thing that I remember really getting into it was when there was a computer. There was a computer area off site from work. This was before I had my own computer, and I go to this little lab outside lab where they had free computer inter- internet access. And the first thing that I remember, and I swear to you, the first thing I remember looking up on a computer on the internet was the alarm. Really? And believe it or not, the alarm was. I remember there was, that a there website. was something. There was a website. There was something there. Do you know what year that would be? I feel like it was ninety-five or six. It was ninety-five. That was um, yeah, yeah. The web website went up in June ninety-five. Wow. Before that, in ninety-four, there was a guy named Miko Hanahan had a website like in the like somewhere in Europe. He was a pretty cool dude, but he didn't update it ever. Um, but then, yeah, that one ninety-five. Um, I started doing it in ninety-six. Okay. After that, so so then did you so so. Like, did you start going to shows? Did you, Mike started coming out unalarmed and unplugged, and he did tons of shows out here. I remember going to those unalarmed, unplugged shows, and I loved those shows. I mean, I, I don't remember the, the order because there were so many, but <laughs> so I remember there, there was one that where it was, you know, you could request 
the songs That's that you right. wanted. And he came with uh, the, the, the song book. Songbook. Yeah, the song book. I loved those shows. Those were the amazing shows. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, so this just built up over years and years, and you remained a fan now. Absolutely. Oh, that's that's cool. I, so, so what do you think? Have you been to the gathering in the UK? I have not. Yeah, I went once. I went twice. Uh, 90, 97 and 98. That's it. So it's it's hard to get, get there after you have kids and stuff. Really, really hard. Right? I bet. But, I um, bet. yeah, so what do you think of the gatherings here? I like them. I like them. Um I, I it's different. My mind it's totally different than it, than, you know. It's, I, it's it's a long show. It's what it is. Yeah, I I like the fact that there is a variety of things. There's the the acoustic. Yeah, you know. it's a mix of of they got a movie, an acoustic show, an electric show. Special guests might show up. You know. Right. So there is a heightened interest in it based on that thing. There's that you cool just stuff. They sell neat stuff out in the lobby. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, and the movie. There's. A, I don't know what they're going to show tonight. A, I think it's an Eye of the Hurricane movie, but I, I don't know. So you went to the um, uh, Huntington Beach show yesterday. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that Huntington Beach show. It was really good. I was really looking forward to see how the fans, how the fans would react because it was a big mixture. In fact, I was going with somebody that had not seen the alarm since. He kept telling me the 1983 U2 war tour, of <laughs> really? course. You know, so that was the last time he saw the alarm. Um, so I was really wondering how people were going to react, and um, I think they did react pretty good. I, I, I mean, like in any festival type show, there's a mixture of people that are not paying attention. Right. But I could definitely. I was pretty far back, and I took some. Really low res video, which I don't. I'm sure maybe I saw it. It was great. Saw it. it was fine. Grainy. It was like throwback to the, the you know the 80s probably. But um, you know, there's a guy pumping his fist in front of me, and you know, and so it was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. So they played what five songs? Yeah. All hits. Yeah. So they started marching on. Uh, Where were you hiding? The stand. Um, probably missing one, but rescue me. And finished with strength. I know they said that strength was good. So, what are you uh, looking for? Have you heard the new albums? The new records. What, what do you think of uh, viral, ble- viral, blood red, and viral black? I like them. I like them. There's. It's definitely um, like Mike was saying. There's some. Uh, it's a little bit of a challenge on on some of it. Sure. Uh, the sounds a little bit different. We were getting so used to. The thing that threw me was he, he were getting so he, he was getting so much back to his roots. He was getting creating these new guitars. It yes. was more and more, you know, back to the acu- electroacoustic, and then he completely switched gears. <laughs> and like, now we're back we're to I yeah. have the hurricane production is the what I call you know almost. Yeah. So, but I like it. I mean, definitely, um, it's something that grows on you. You know, it's something that you have to listen to. And over time, there's certain songs that you like, and then the different times, other songs that you like. But I do like the songs. Cool. I do like it. Well, that's good. I think it's a, like a like a new kind of almost a new beginning now. All new stuff. You know, I know. New band. It's 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 exciting. It is exciting. I mean, I think it's really cool that he's staying relevant, and I feel like it 
of course, if radio would play these types of songs, they sh- they should play them. Obviously, they would fit in with a lot of things. Oh yeah, that are on oh yeah, radio totally right fit, fit in with a lot of radio. Yeah. So, anything else? Any last words you have about the alarm that you want to say before we wrap this up? Just that uh, I I think this has been an exciting time with all that Mike and and Jules have been going through and coming through it, and just very inspirational. And it's just you feel like the force of the like oh yesterday when they when when uh, Richard Blade um, introduced the band uh-huh. at the Huntington Beach show, he made a point to say that these were heroes of his, uh, Mike Peters and Jules, and he and he made sure that Jules came out on oh, stage cool. and he said, please tell tell you know everybody you know about yourself a little bit, and um, it just just briefly told why they were heroes and the foundation that they've started. And I just feel like there's just a lot of um, positive, just like momentum with this move, the movie, the man with camo jacket, you know, Jules coming through what she's come through, Mike, what he's going through. I feel super energized. Yeah, I mean, me too. With the new music. And it's everything. like, it's like, again, it's like kind of like a little bit of new beginning, a, new, a different Definitely. sort of era. But um, cool, man. All right. Well, th- thanks a lot, Mike. We'll uh, thanks, get Steve. this on the podcast soon. <laughs> Linda Burnett and Bruce Waterman were there. Linda actually gave us a, um, for one of our wives, because we were here on, there on Mother's Day, she gave him a puppy, a, a puppy. Yes. Uh, like a, a, like a, a really cool, embro- uh, like, like embroidered, like this is, um, like a, like a poppy flower, like boutonniere, like, like f- it's fake, but it looks really cool. Yeah, so anyway, really awesome. that was nice. It was nice to meet them again because they come down from Seattle All to see time. shows here. So yeah, the gathering. You know, in the on the at least on the LA gathering does function somewhat like the gathering in the UK. You'll get people from all over the west west coast. And it's a good group of people. It's a nice it's, group of people. Yeah. Um and we did get everyone to see. I stand mean if you've up, been an alarm fan this long and you've kept up and seen what Mike has gone through people. and just I, 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 I hazard to guess that you're gonna be good people. And we were, we were able to outdo except for the us. venue. We except for us. Outdo, exactly. I'm all saying. We were able to outdo the venue and get everyone to stand up. Yeah. We we made sure that everyone was standing up. And uh, we tried our hardest to get people to stand up and, and sing along and clap. And we looked like, I mean, like old, super old nerds up there. <laughs> I know that. but Trying know. to like uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I always... And I see myself on... You know how people hate the way they sound on on, on tape? You know, like, you I, hear your voice, you're like, oh my God, I sound like that. Yes, you do sound like that. I see myself on video, I'm like, oh my God. I do the same thing. Who's like, the lumbering fool? Like, well, I cannot like, believe... I'm just like, what, what, uh, why do people talk to that space alien? Why? I don't get <laughs> like, it. Why do people talk to that? Why like, would they even let me in their space? Yeah, I think exactly. It's, like, it's, it's simply, it's, you know what, it, it's because, it's because people are generally nice. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, look, we can't deal with him, but we'll just <laughs> pretend like he's okay, and if we... For if, now. Right, if we... If we entertain him, he'll go away. That's how I feel about it. Yes. This is called Elders and Folklore. In the heart of darkness, I'm waiting for you. Since the world's creation, in the depths of Hades, in the garden of Eden, Jerusalem. 
So the, the live band sounded good. It sounded um, great. I think the shows will be great if they do exactly what they did. So they played all the hits, plus some of the songs from the new record. It was like it was like seeing a regular band play. When they play all the hits, well, a regular band that does that that does that knows what they're doing plays all the hits and then plays um, about four or five songs from the new album. But in this, and most of the time when the new band the band plays songs from the new album, you're like you're like oh. I'm going to tolerate the new songs. But actually, the new songs sounded so good that I, I don't, we weren't tolerating them. We were like, this is, this is some good, this is a good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, the songs are great. There were no special guests. And that was, a, that was actually good because it's, it's a really quick turn that you only get from, four, from they only get from six to ten. ten. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And normally, maybe next year might be a two-day thing. That would be if awesome. there's nothing on Saturday like the beach thing that they yeah, had. Yeah, I would have done That would have been better. That was a paying gig for them. Right? I mean, it's like someone invites you to a place that's got like, I don't know, 10,000 people. To a festival, beach, yeah. Whatever, you're... And you get to play to them, it's like, okay. Yeah, go ahead <laughs> and play. So that was good. That was, a, you know, not a lot to say. It was a great show. Nice people. Good to see Mike and Jules looking healthy. Healthy. And happy. And, and, and all, look, all four of them looking incredibly like, healthy. Like this, like the touring makes them stronger. 
Yeah. It's kind yeah. of crazy. Anyway, so that's from The Gathering this year. I hope you enjoyed. Last night in Berlin, and uh, we played in Belgium and Holland. And uh, I'd say the, the Belgium gigs probably the hottest concert I've ever played. It was so hot, the audience knew all the songs. And uh, same in Berlin last night, it was a great gig. And uh, great audience. And they, they really uh, listened to what we were about here in Europe. They're really taking it all in, especially because we haven't played here for a while. So the, the fans are really, um, in, you know, they're, they're concentrating, they're deep into it. They want to take everything away with them that, that they want from the show. And they're, they're giving back a great energy to us, and we're really feeding off it. And uh, and it's been uh, exciting. The last few days have been really exciting shows. I've mixed up the set list, played a few different songs here and there, and... Um, it's been a really good experience. Well, we've noticed that all of the um, the European shows tend to rock out better audience-wise than the California shows, unfortunately. Except for the one that I was at. No, I, yeah, the, no that was amazing. No, I think, I think to be fair, it, it, the audience is slightly different wherever they go. The, you know, European audiences... Uh, a more of a standing at the front type of audience but you know we get that when we play in New York it's been amazing and UCLA since we walked out on the stage everyone stood up in a, and it, but it was a seated gig so but everyone was stood up and rocking out and when when, uh, when I came out at the UCLA show and uh, everyone was um, stood up to give me an ovation you know and, and I I think I played the first song from the Eye of the Hurricane set which you know involved telling a lot of stories and and the screens were going, and, and it was more of an intimate atmosphere. So I did ask everyone to sit down. It's got a long day. And then, but as soon as you came out with the band for the second half of the show, I mean, everyone was just on the seat and dancing in the aisles. And it was a, it was a fantastic night. And and I think, um, you know, we we just come back from that. We played Huntington Beach the night before uh, at the, um, the Totally Festival. And again, I was a, a little bit unsure what to expect when we were in that gig. But as soon as we hit the stage, it was... It was, it was like a massive alarm presence at the festival, and people came out from all corners of the, you know, the beach festival site, and and we had the big crowd of the day, and it was an amazing. Uh, I was actually blown away. So different think, uh, than a Vans Warp Tour set because um, Huntington Beach is still in both Caro Q and ninety one X territory, and you have this giant simmering under the neath following from people that now have money and can go places <laughs> so, and and now more younger kids though be- look at the of our for sure. but there's a lot of younger kids yeah, now yeah but i think look i think um you know for a lot of younger kids who saw us on the band's walk tour they went home so hey mum and dad you know we saw this great band you know and they said, hey, we love you too and so it's brought some families together um and, and i think what by doing the band's walk tour last year that was we surprised a lot of people, you know, certainly across the um, American uh, music industry um, and, and the promoters world, and, and it really raised the profile of the band uh, across the whole of the American music going public. You know, people see the band's tour is a very high profile tour. You know, we were engaged in mixing it up with all these young bands on the stages. So we, we were appearing in their Twitter feeds on their Facebook pages and in the, when they were posting their set lists even if they weren't writing directly about 
about the alarm. They say we're going on after the alarm, you know, and things like that. So it um, definitely created a, a buzz for the band. And um, and then when we were coming off stage, well, most of the bands came over at some point to check out the sort of legendary acoustic electric alarm guitar <laughs> and and the, and the way you know we've evolved into a band that, that that's quite got a very unique stage uh, persona these days you know with the, myself using all the microphones across the front line and uh, it, we're, we're very different to a lot of bands all of a sudden and uh, young bands come how these three guys <laughs> get on making this massive noise and so um, yeah, it's fresh you know the arm is very fresh still got a modern outlook and um, you know being part of the band's tour like we played at Glastonbury or Isla White in the last few years and now we're appearing in Germany and Holland and Belgium and we've got 27 dates coming up in the USA uh, this summer um, you know the profile of the band is is uh, really expanding and and, um, and creating a lot of interest and you know the new album coming out on Why? Why? It's mu- okay. It's ten thirty at night on the four hundred five. We are crawling towards the. What the? Why is it so slow? Hey, just think about Starner, who's got to go all the way down to Huntington Beach or somewhere like that to do this. This so is ridiculous. We only have to go. You have to go ten more miles. Oh, I'm sorry. We're in, we're in Los Angeles. This is ridiculous. Though. 